0: Good afternoon, everybody. I'm here with Don Peters and Elizabeth Kuntz here at the new headquarters of the Not Forgotten Outreach. And it's right here at the corner of Camino de la Placita and Camino de la Paseo Norte, basically um, right across from SIDS. That's the nearest landmark. And uh, there's a really nice, what they call the corral area, where they have wonderful amenities for veterans to come and get some therapeutic activities in their lives from agriculture to building camaraderie after the time they were in the military and um, just basically transitioning back to uh, civilian life. They're offering a lot of safe space for veterans to come and learn and gain new interests. And so, I'm happy to be sitting here and it's very exciting because there's been a lot of activity happening. This space was just recently acquired as I walked in. There was electricians, there was plumbers, um, there was everybody turning this space into an incredible spot for all veterans to come and um, spend some time. And so, hi Don, how you doing this morning?
1: Oh, it's just a beautiful day and I'm very pleased to be with you today.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And and it's so exciting to be here with you as well, because we're going to be sharing um, the founding of Not Forgotten Outreach, um, some key players, key organizations that are bringing all of this together to support our veteran community here. And Taos is a very supportive community of veterans. It's just inherent in the history. Military service has always been there for all the ethnicities of people in our community. So I think this is just amazing. And what a better place to be than right in the middle of town, man. This is an incredible site why don't you just tell us real quick about where we're sitting and um, when this became not forgotten outreach headquarters
1: well we're sitting at like you said the corner of placita and paseo and it's historically been called corral number no. five and it was kind of a the old world war ii vets chet mitchell's play on words of chanel number no. five because it smelled more like a farm than it did chanel so it's the corral number no. five Um, And the the home has been in the Mitchell family for about 70 years now. And we acquired the land back in December of 2018 and then took possession of the houses um, January of 2019 after Chet Mitchell sadly passed away last October. So we are now moving all of our offices, our vetcor headquarters, our farming projects will now be located on this twenty-eight acre iconic ranch and farm.
0: Man, definitely. Everybody cruising by on the main strip always looked at these beautiful quarter horses and the unbelievable fertile land here in this grassy, very wet section of Taos, you know. It's what a better place to be to dive into these agricultural projects you guys got going on. And also, like I was saying, just nobody can't drive by here and not look at it. So um, a central location is good, easy to find. And um, I think that with eyes on this place, it'll only grow faster and gain more support for all the military families and vets that's
1: trying to support. Um, I would say that's true, and I, I think that that's what Lore was hoping for uh, when they granted us the money to purchase it. And that was just a blessing that the Lore Foundation did for us. And so we really hope to really come you know, take this to a much bigger place than NFO has ever been in the past.
0: Awesome. And so, yeah, this organization has been around uh, for a while now in Towson. Let's talk a little bit about the founding of the organization. I know that it was um, actually became... 501c3 nonprofit back in 2013, but the idea for creating a safe space for veterans was an idea that uh, developed way before 2013 or when NFO actually came to be. So uh, why don't we just talk about the roots of the organization? And um, I know that Kim Sanchez is the founder, but Don, you as your partner, you're the other half of the founding of this organization. So yeah, maybe if you could just share like how this all came to be even before 2013, 2013 when nfo became official
1: well i'm not going to take any credit i blame kim for everything (laughs) Uh, so let's make that real clear um (laughs) miss kim she served in the first infantry division 2004 2005 as the ncoic the non-commissioner officer in charge of casualty assistance uh, for the whole brigade So during her 11-month stint in Iraq, she buried over 187 soldiers. So there was a a big space in her heart that she really cared about and for the military families that had lost their soldier over in Iraq. And then she was a dual military family. Um, So she got out of the military, or her husband was transferred, over to the 10th Infantry, uh, 10th Mountain Brigade and redeployed to Iraq. And on his second deployment, he was killed in Iraq. Mm. Um, so Ms. Kim became a Gold Star Widow in January of 2007. So this prompted her to really look and search for something to help her with her post-traumatic stress, her grieving, and she really didn't find anything that was suitable to herself. And so she started way back in 08, thinking about creating a nonprofit that could help for the military families and recreational and therapeutical activities, but also give them a safe space where they could just go and if she has stated many times that if they need to go lay down in the middle of the yard and cry, that everybody around there just understands and accepts that that's what they need at the moment. And that was the conception of Not Forgotten Outreach.
0: That's very powerful. What an amazing story and inspiration for the entire organization. I think that kind of support anybody can use. But more than that, it's very important to take care of our service men and women out there who are coming back home and they need that kind of support, especially coming from a place where they have their brothers and sisters standing side by side every moment and every day, you know, and to be able to come back to a place where they have that same sense of camaraderie and support, I think that's very important because I've heard stories and I see it happen sometimes to veterans from, you know, my village of Taos Pueblo where they go home and they're supported by their community when they get home, but then sometimes they're left behind and they're not taken care of as they should. But of course, there's a great population of them there that do still have the support and they're taken care of. But sometimes that I think those that go by the wayside don't know that, you know, there's resources in places like this that they could come to and they can get what they need. So what a very powerful inspiration and what an incredible resource for our veterans coming home that this place can provide. And so that was founded in 2013, and, um, you know, that was already like eight years ago. You guys have made leaps and bounds since then. But where did it all start in 2013? I know you guys um, have a respite that is on the
1: west end of the Sunset Park. So in 2013, the farming pro- Taos Veterans Farming Project started at the men's shelter, Taos men's shelter, um, and six raised planter beds. The project grew from there, moved to Sunset Park, and we were renting just a little over an acre from the park. And we started with rogue crops, added in uh, therapy goats from a Vietnam veteran who had raised them. And then another Vietnam veteran donated some more. And now that herd has grown into therapy llamas, therapy pigs, therapy ducks. Um, so we just have a little, little, little bit of farm animals for everybody to come and play with. Oh, the miniature horses. We have our therapy <laughs> miniature horses. I forgot about them. Wow. So, because of going down to Sunset Park every day to take care of plants and animals, we were passing the foreclosed Orinda Bed and Breakfast. When the Orinda Bed and Breakfast finally came up for sale on an auction, Miss Kim just, well, she won the auction and she purchased the old Orinda Bed and Breakfast and turned it into the NFO Respite Center. The respite center has been rehabbed, modified, where that there are three, uh, two rooms for military families to come and stay at for five nights free. Um, and then, like I said, the two acres also has all the farm animals on it. And the nice thing about that location is that you can see the 28 acres from most of the windows facing east. So they're only about 600 yards apart. And then our our second location came into play in 2016, where we were gifted the wellness center, and it is on the corner of Placita and Paseo as well, but just one block to the uh, south uh, from the Corral Number 5 area. And there we have mental health counselors, There's massage rooms, counseling rooms, and then our local VFW, uh, VFW auxiliary, caregiver support group. We have other support groups that meet over there, and then yoga twice a week. So we're just really blessed that on the north end of town, we have three prime real estate locations to be able to provide services, to the military families of not only Taos but Northern New Mexico and then during our ski week, they come in from all over the nation.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So, wow, <clears throat> I'm really happy to hear that there's plenty of room for programming, plenty of room for military families to come uh, during their, you know, times of need. And I'm also very interested in some of the programming you just touched on, which is like. Uh, I know you guys have a ski week. That's really cool. Um, I know that um, sometimes uh, veterans, when they get a taste of adrenaline out in the field, they need to get it back home, but in a way where, you know, y- your life's not on the line. So, yeah, let's speak a little more about that um, a ski program because that's a huge event that happens up at Tuskegee Valley every year and
1: draws in, like you said, people, vets from all over the nation. So it was... Just last month, um, it's annually the day after Martin Luther King. So the Tuesday through uh, then goes through Sunday. It's normally the third week of January. Um, Towsky Valley came to us in 2014 and asked us if we would like to host an event up there, and they would give discount lift tickets and free rental equipment and discounts on the lessons for both adults and the children. This year, the lift tickets were $40, um, and child's all-day lessons were right at $65, which was a normal $180 value. Uh, we had a little uh, over 1,800 military families from around the nation show up. We had them from D.C., Florida, Washington State, California, and everywhere in between. Um, I did not meet anybody from Alaska nor Puerto Rico. But those are the only two that I didn't really meet them from. So that's that's our winter event. Coming up next will be the Taos Creative Arts Festival in July. And we offer free booth space to military families that are creating art to come out, show it off, sell it. Um, If they don't have the proper state documentations to sell art, we'll help them with that and get them all set up. Um, Then we have our poker run annually. Our Veterans Day picnic is on Veterans Day and it's after the Veterans Day ceremony on the plaza. So about noon, we there's restaurants from all over the town of Taos that donate food. Then it's potluck style where everybody brings in their good casino food. And we feed right around an average of 900 people every year. So yeah, we stay busy.
0: Definitely. Uh, this to me, as I continue to learn more and more about not Forgotten Outreach Organization, that it is truly a if you build it, they will come type of a situation. And it's a beautiful thing because not only do you have a lot of local support, but on the state level, you have the New Mexico Community College coming in. You have La Anita Co-op businesses coming in. You have the Albuquerque VA, the New Mexico State university county extension office um, and then nationally you have programs like the national va helping the department of defense um, the corporation for national community service and americorps so it's a beautiful picture of support and a huge foundation for this organization to sit on you know it's just like uh, an amazing amazing thing that's happening all the synthesis of bringing everybody together and so I know that you just acquired this Corral number 5 piece of property here, and it's being developed, and there was actually a very exciting visitor you just had, Ben Ray Lujan, who's a U.S. representative, and he came along with um, his field representative and his uh, constituent liaison to see what was happening here and how he could support um, Not Forgotten Outreach. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about his visit and what you guys had talked about.
1: Well, Ben Ray Lujan's been a tremendous supporter of the Not Forgotten Outreach. This was his fourth visit out here. Um, His last visit, we had brought up some concerns about one of our three AmeriCorps programs that we have sponsored, uh, and that would be our VetCorps program. And in VetCorps, we were asking for some help from the legislative in bringing VetCor AmeriCorps, where it was cohesive with the veterans tapping into their GI Forever Educational Benefits, so that while a a member is serving with AmeriCorps, that they can also be gaining access to their BAQ and their educational stipend through their benefits to the VA. So, to kind of backstep a minute that n f o in two thousand fifteen um was introduced to ameriCorps in triple c ameriCorps in triple c we have hosted uh seven teams that have Really done all the infrastructure building for NFO. They have rehabilitated the respite center. They rehabilitated the wellness center, and they rehabilitated corral number five. And then from there, we learned that we could create a vet core program in ecotherapy. The vet core program in ecotherapy, we train them in hydro um and hydroponics, row crops, and animal husbandry, while at the same time getting uh, mental health counseling and reintegration and transitioning help. So we kind of created this Vet Corps program that's first in the nation in agriculture, and we were seeing that there were some things that we could tweak, if we tweaked, would make it even better for our military families to participate in. So, and then from AmeriCorps, we have also won a grant of that we have VISTAs, and the VISTAs do all of our indirect service. indirect service thing. I had to ask a VISTA what all they do. They give us our all of our indirect service, so they're helping with the grant writing. They're helping with... Coordinating all of of our volunteers, doing all of our planning, helping with the outreach through social media. So, we, NFO really wouldn't be where it was if it wasn't from the support of Talent House and the support of AmeriCorps. Capacity building. building. Yes, one of my other uh, vistas in the background going, capacity building, so...
0: Man, that's amazing, definitely. And this place is growing its capacity exponentially every every year. It's just incredible the wealth of services that veterans can tap into, not only just from the town of Taos, but from New Mexico as a whole and through the different programming like the ski program or the poker run, the you know, people can come and participate no matter where they're from in the nation. So that's really cool. And now that uh, we have the history and we have an idea of the capacity of the program, why don't we talk a little bit specifically about some of the programs, such as like the Vet Corps crew member positions that some of the programs provide? Why don't we talk a little bit more about that? So that way our uh, listeners, if if they are veterans and they're looking for this kind of uh activity and support, they can find out how to get involved. And I have um, the AmeriCorps program director, Elizabeth Kuntz, and she's here uh, to share with us a little bit more information about how vets can get involved.
2: So right now we're actually hiring for our second um, vet corps crew. It'll start about the second week of March and it'll run through early August. Um, it's a AmeriCorps position, so it's a volunteer position where you receive a living stipend every week and at the end of your 450 hours of service you receive um, an education award in the amount of $1,566. The position's open to both veterans and veteran family members. So if you're a child of a veteran, spouse of a veteran, brother, sister, anyone. And the program teaches you, like Don said, hydroponics, traditional row crops, and um, animal husbandry. We're really excited for this next group. It's gonna be a great experience, and we're just, I can't express enough about how excited I am for it. We're gonna have a total of 15 crew members, and it's gonna be huge. <laughs>
0: That's awesome, and so where can um, these vets come and pick up an application, or is there a number that we can call to get a hold of some?
2: So the application is done through Rocky Mountain Youth Corps, and their website is, is youthcore.org. You can get more information on the job um, from the Not Forgotten Outreach website or from our Facebook, or you can email me at Elizabeth at notforgottenoutreach.org.
0: Perfect that's great and I love that uh, this uh, crew member position is not only open to vets but also their family members because I also understand that this uh, Not Forgotten Outreach has a a gold star families program where families of fallen service members can be able to come to NFO and utilize the respite that's over there on the west end of Sunset Park. Can we talk a little bit more about how folks can get involved with that?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, the Not Forgotten Outreach really believes that it's the whole family unit that deserves all the benefits. So if the family is living on a military base, All the family members have to abide by the rules. That sense of camaraderie that you spoke about for the veterans is also there for the spouses and the children because everybody understands what everybody is going through. So when they get out of the service, that is not always the the case when they move back into their communities. So we also have seen that the caregivers are looking for a place for the veterans to go that they can help being be an active part of society and that they're safe and then that's kind of what nfo is for so it's just all it's the whole family unit that needs the counseling the service and an activity and that's what we kind of provide we got kids that come over and they start talking about well, my dad does this or my mom does this. And the kid, other kid looks at him and laughs and go, well, this is what mine does. And then they start discussing that these actions or these way behaviors are stemming from military service, but it does not necessarily define how that individual loves another individual. It's just there's a learning curve of how do we express that? We're not in a combat situation anymore. We're not having to be on high alert. We can behave differently. We can say things differently. And both family members and veterans hear that a lot better when it's coming from a peer instead of sitting down in a counseling, you know, looking at the picture that's on the wall that you don't understand.
0: Yes, very true. Oh, man. And that's, that's incredible. That's incredible. That community of support that's being built. And also, I just wanted to know, is there a structured time um, to utilize the respite? Or is there like uh, a process of application to be able to um, come and be involved in that?
1: So at this moment in time, we're developing the online reservation system, and you can look back on the web, just keep updating the web, and you'll see when it's posted. Um, And our families just kind of stop in when they need the services. So the corral is open to come down here. You need to walk around and be out in nature for a bit. The respite center the same way. Now, then we ask that it's after nine o'clock and before five o'clock. Just kind of give everybody their rest that they need because the families that are coming in stay in. That way, they can enjoy it.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, and and give it. It'll give everybody the space they need. And I love the fact that it's you know there's uh, everybody can have a chance to be able to enjoy these beautiful facilities and the benefits that come from them. That's really awesome. I'm just amazed that uh, this Not Forgotten Outreach is serving as a model for programming that can be placed all over the nation. I mean, there's an um, infinite need for these therapeutic and recreational activities for vets and transition back into civilian life. And I'm so proud to be sitting here and like, you know, the nation's leading model, in my opinion, because everything is so innovative here and the collaborative er efforts that all all the people in this organization are putting forward to connect this place, not only locally, but to get that support nationally. It's very amazing. And just like even to the point where legislation can be worked with to be able to provide veterans with um, alternatives to tap into the benefits of their GI bills and VA programs. I mean, that's right on the cutting edge and so innovative that, I really feel that once these uh, legislations are executed and these ideas are executed everybody in the entire nation is going to follow suit because I really believe when I see that you know education is important and I think that the the standard college uh, institution is has its benefits and it's great but sometimes I can understand People can't sit around all day learning stuff. They need hands-on activities. They need an alternative way to be able to get the real-world education, which also academic education can be integrated because it has to, as that's just how folks have to learn the technicalities of an agricultural endeavor or animal husbandry or whatnot but I love the idea it's an alternative way to tap into your military benefits that doesn't have to be utilized for like one simple everybody has to conform to going to school. I think this is just very innovative and super cool to create this new framework and model for everywhere all programs and I'm really (laughs) blown away by everything and uh that I'm learning here because it's a wealth of resource and information that's right under my nose. You know, uh, I was laughing with Don earlier how um, sometimes people can live in an area or or um, people can... I guess in a sense, just stick to what they know and stick to what they're used to. There's no exploration about how to find resources or help or support or whatever. But I really like how Not Forgotten Outreach is making the effort to reach out to the vets and make it easy for them to, like you said, you know, hey, just come on by if you need to walk around. Come through if you need to talk with somebody, family members of veterans, just to have an open, safe space for people to come and enjoy themselves and and it's a beautiful thing and I can't stop saying that (laughs) but um I really enjoy that there's um agricultural programming here for vets um me myself I'm very interested in agriculture and I did it for a living for a short stint right out of college and now I'm actually doing it as a hobby but it does feed me and my family and I know that the connection you get from planting a seed whether it be in the earth or in a hydroponic plug um, it's amazing that synthesis you get from nurturing something like food and then in turn a certain amount of time later it it comes back and nurtures your body and there's just really beneficial spiritual aspects therapeutic aspects and i think that those are the things that can be very healing for people during their transitions not only veterans into civilian life but you know young people coming of age um, professionals trying to seek a way out of a crazy corporate world you know there's a lot of great benefits you can get from um, incorporating agriculture in your life but I think it's going to be extremely powerful and significant for veterans to incorporate that into their um, healing and you know, into their therapy and transition back into civilian life. This, uh, new at the new headquarters, just seeing the infrastructure for your hydroponics set up there, that's also ADA compliant, so anybody can go in there and learn and um, develop that connection I was talking about. I think that's really powerful. And uh, I can see that as this is just the start of this headquarters, I mean, you guys are definitely settling in and, and making it, Uh, to fit the needs of the programming overall. You know, uh, office space for Not Forgotten Outreach, the growing space and capacity out in a separate building, um, office space for AmeriCorps, um, a nice common area for VISTA crew members to come and work and help. I think this is just great, uh, everything that's going on here, Don. This is uh, super cool. Sounds like there's a lot of moving parts, but just like the green machine, that everything works, you know, it's amazing what you guys are churning out. You know, you guys are churning out amazing opportunities for people. And what I'm really excited about is this is literally just the start. This is just the start. And, and, and in, in five years, what this whole organization has accomplished, I can't even imagine what 10 years is going to look like and how many people, how many lives, how many families you're going to you are going to benefit from this endeavor here.
1: Well, we feel very blessed. That's for sure, and we look forward and cringe at the same time of how much more work is coming at us. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> And so, okay, so for folks to come out and um, see how they can get involved, whether it be come and volunteer and help that along with that capacity building we had mentioned earlier, we just go to the Not Forgotten Outreach website.
1: Yes, sir. Um, we can go to notforgottenoutreach.org. And then we have a Not Forgotten Outreach Facebook page. Um, If you're interested in um, our Vet Corps program, farming, or any of our other programs, you can email um, Elizabeth at notforgottenoutreach.org. If you're interested in volunteering, um, email Hux, H-U-X, at notforgottenoutreach.org. And if you'd like to donate, you can send Alec A L E C at notforgottenoutreach.org dot org an email and he can talk to you about the sponsorships opportunities.
0: Perfect. That's exactly what I would like I like to hear because I know that um everybody honors their veterans and so Even those that aren't affected by, you know, having a family member as a service member, I'm happy that there's um, plenty of opportunity for those folks to donate and, um, This has been great, and I can't wait for the opportunity for uh, Bison Star and Not Forgotten Outreach to go ahead and collaborate, because guess what? We're going to be basically neighbors. I'm going to be sitting um, just south of the Taos Mountain Casino, and we're engaging in our new build uh, as of 2019, so we'll be breaking ground for a storefront, warehouse, office space um right by the casino which is going to be Taos Pueblo's it's looking like which is going to be Taos Pueblo's new commercial sector um basically the Hale Creek Road and up Veterans Highway that yep. little delta right there you know Tony Reina's shop is already there um we're getting that Taos Pueblo's looks like they're planning to um put in a convenience store where the smoke shop is currently so it's just going to be this really cool opportunity for collaboration right here in the near future because, you know, we'll be having fun building uh, educational opportunities and, and time and place for people to get their hands dirty if they feel like they want to come lay some adobe bricks. or, I love how the Taos community has a bunch of doers and a bunch of motivated people to get things done. And, and I know that those who put in the hard work at the foundational level, everybody else likes to come and, you know, help uh, even if it's just, you know, shooting the breeze or whatever, you know, that's a way of form of helping too, you know, because um, sometimes even if you're the only one working, it's a lot easier if there's two people there for some reason. That is true. <laughs> so true. But, man, this has been great. And um, I'm sure that I'll be coming back and hopefully doing more podcasts even monthly um, just to see the progress oh, and sweet. see if there's any help that is needed or any updates. And also I'm, I'm really interested in the VISTA um, core members. I don't know how long your terms of service are, but Alec, I understand that you're a grant writer. That's huge. I've had a lot of experience with that, and it's definitely not easy. Um, and it's also um, I love the vision work that comes with grant writing. And so even just knowing that you're sitting there um, helping this not forgotten outreach program along, I feel that that shows a lot of value in your character, and you probably have a great story to tell as well. Um, and then Hux too, as another Vista member coordinating volunteers, I'm sure that can um. Get hectic at times because everybody's gonna want to help, and hopefully this podcast is gonna bring you an influx of emails and volunteers that you'll have to deal with, <laughs> and um, that's you know ultimately what I hope is everybody out there listening that you'll come and check out Not Forgotten Outreach. Um, can you just give us the address so that way people can type it in their you know phones and find it?
1: Yes, the address here is six ten Paseo del Pueblo Norte.
0: Awesome, and then yeah, just punch that in the old uh cell phone and your maps app and you'll find yourself here and it's like right here right at the corner of paseo and and uh, placitas so definitely come check us out there op- there come check out don and elizabeth and the whole crew and um see how what's happening here you'll be blown away and you might end up um burning half a day here but that's exactly what this place uh was designed for and what it needs to continue because uh I'm sure uh, everybody. Um, it'll be a it'll be a great resource for everybody to contribute to once they find out what's actually here, and then you'll be excited to get invested in the programming. Well,
1: let's talk to you
0: soon. Uh, all right. Any any last words before we uh, sign off, uh, Elizabeth
1: Don? Apply. We're looking for VetCor crew members. Apply today. All right. So the so the
0: VetCorp position starts March 18th, which means that you have to apply by March 3rd. So that gives you guys a good month to get down here, come and visit, or even if you don't want to leave the house, go to the Not Forgotten Outreach website. And that's notforgottenoutreach.org or the Facebook page at Not Forgotten Outreach. So that way you can get a hold of an application and drop it on by.
2: We're here to help anyone apply if they want
0: to apply. All right, and that's great, because I know the application process uh, can be very annoying at times, but (laughs) All right, and uh, it's funny, because Don and Elizabeth are pointing at uh, at, uh, Alec over there for the facilitation of the application process. So, hey, I love it, though, that's what it is. It feels like, you know, a big family, and that's exactly how it's supposed to be, you know? Brothers and sisters uh, standing together and making sure to support, support one another as we get through life. This is, I can't say it enough. What a beautiful organization.
1: They're Th- all young enough to be my children. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. And, um, yeah, thank you very much for your time. And uh, like I said, I, I hope to be back here monthly because this is great content. And I know that this is a, you know awesome way to contribute to the vision.
1: You'll be close, sir.
0: It'll be easier <laughs> yes sir all right thanks everybody for tuning in and remember not forgotten outreach come out come see us uh come see don and elizabeth uh, alec hucks the whole crew these guys are here on the daily <laughs>